0: So we had a typhoon hit last night it's a really big one uh, this is the day after it's really windy out so there actually might be some wind noises and whatnot in the background uh, unfortunately I have no control over that uh, one of the weird things is after typhoons is the weather's always really nice so it's it's sunny it's warm but it's not like the crazy hot and because it's really windy there's no like humidity like there has been for the last few weeks which is a nightmare. I got a message, and I thought, "Oh, that's nice." I'll respond to the message, and it's a pretty fair criticism of the podcast that I have actually made myself. So,
1: hi, um, I've been listening to you and your podcast, like on and off, for the past two years. I love it. I swear to God, I love Japan. I love your podcast. I love your dogs. Your kids.
0: Love my dog. I love my dog.
1: Um, just one question: What is your social media? Because I'd be trying to look at...
0: This is a fair question. And it's a fair question because I'm very bad at social media.
1: Sometimes I'm not always on my hard radio or, or I forget and I get a new phone and I forget to install it and stuff. How
0: many... No, wait, I'm just thinking now. How many phones are you getting? So you said listening on and off for the last two years. I really appreciate that. How many times have you changed phones? How much money do you have? I... I've had the same phone for like three years now. I kind of want a new phone. I think I think you might be richer than me, which is not a bad thing um as long as you keep installing as long as you keep downloading ninja News Japan, I think we're all happy
1: but um yes, if you could please provide everyone with your social media um Instagram mainly, I would greatly appreciate it, so I could follow you and you know, spread the word because I have a lot of friends who love Japan and love Japanese news. So I say it would be good marketing.
0: Uh that is very fair and accurate and correct. I am I have said to my like myself and my friends and stuff that I my biggest weakness is social media. I don't really enjoy social media and I think it's because I grew up without it. So, my brain isn't designed for social media. So, Instagram. Oh, but well, let's get this out of the way first. I have kind of branded under Chunk McBeef Chest. Let's get right there. Now, if you go to Instagram and search for Chunk McBeef Chest, that'll be me. If you go to Twitter and go Chunk McBeef Chest, that should be me. If you go to Twitter and do Ninja News Japan, that should be me. Uh, if you go to TikTok and do Chunk with Beef Chest, that will be me. If you go to Chunk that's me. And then you can go to Ninja dot And that is also me. There's also a Facebook group for Ninja News Japan. I don't interact with these because people don't send messages. So like you can see, I, I prefer this format. And the reason I prefer this format is because if you send me a message, I get to respond. It's almost like we're having a conversation. And actually, the more importantly, people tend to be more civil when you're actually putting your voice out there. So I appreciate the message. Uh, To answer your question, uh, oh, no, no, to get to my earlier point, though, I grew up pre cell phones. I grew up pre having a camera in your pocket all the time. So I would walk around and I would see things and I would go, that's really cool or it's really beautiful. I never, it never occurred to me to take a picture of it. And so when I got a cell phone, which was, you know, what, cell phone with a camera probably 15 years ago, maybe a little more than that, I'd be walking around and I still, like I would see something and I, it would my instinct would not be to take out my camera and take a picture. So I, this is my failure. I do have to get better at the social media aspect of running a podcast. So I am going to try. So I'm going to try to take pictures of more things and post them on Instagram. Uh, my TikTok is probably, weirdly, where I'm most active, because I just cut up these and post them on TikTok. Uh, there's also the YouTube channel. So if you go to Chunk My chest on YouTube, you'll find Ninja News Japan and C McBee mixed together. Uh, and then there's also Chunk My chest Games. And that's videos of clip compilations of me playing video games. So that's all the socials. And I will I will try to edit those in uh, when I make this video and post it on YouTube. But yeah, you're right. I suck at social media. Uh, and I think maybe I suck at social media because, yeah, I just grew up without it. So it's just not how I think about the world around me. And the world around me has changed and I got to change with it. Uh, and I think this this podcast would have grown much more and much faster if... I was adept at social media. But thank you for the message. If you would like to send a message, you can send it to uh, speakpipe.com slash chunkmatebeefchest. Uh, there's a link in the description. I'm going to put all the links to all those social media things in the description from now on. I used to do the voice at the end. I don't know if that was particularly effective because I think as soon as you have to start typing stuff in, people are like, ah, whatever. So I'll put all the links in the in the show description. And that way, it'll just be there with every episode. And... Uh, I appreciate your time. So thank you for the message. If anyone else would like to send a message, I really enjoy the messages more than anything else. So like, if you follow me on Instagram, that's great. If you interact with me on Instagram, I'll be really happy. Uh, follows don't mean as much to me as interaction. There's a link in the description: speakpipe.com/songviewchest. You click that, you can drop a little message in off your phone, like uh, our friend just did. I don't want to like dox people and put their names and stuff, and I probably will respond. Because I've gotten a few and I've always really enjoyed responding to them. And it's always, I think, a nice addition to the show. If it should ever happen regularly, what I'm going to do is just make the the post, uh, the, the end theme. And then I would do responses after that. Or you can email chungvichest at gmail.com. There are so many. I'm going to have to make like a big list down the side. It'll be, a, it'll be really cool. We've had the Unification Church stuff happening over the last... Few weeks since Abe's assassination, it has become to the forefront. And it turns out, what was it? 100 people had connections to the Unification Church. And then I was like, well, I don't know if that's a lot or none, because if it's like thousands and thousands of government officials that they're talking about, 100 isn't that many. It turns out it was 700, 100 out of 700, which means one in seven government officials were connected to the Unification Church in some way. Now, this has brought to the forefront uh, an issue we should debate the connection between politics and religion. And it turns out some are reluctant to debate a law to regulate antisocial religious groups. Uh, The Unification Church is the reason this has come up as a story. The junior ruling coalition party, Komedo, is connected to a Buddhist group called Sokagakai. Now, Sokagakai is pretty shady. They might be one of these antisocial religious groups. And so some of the statements I enjoyed quite thoroughly. So uh, the the junior ruling coalition partner said, we need to think about if such laws would be effective. Now there's, to me, there's a big blank at the end of that sentence where he explains why we need to think about if such laws would be effective. Because my, if I fill in the rest of that sentence, because if the law is effective, we'd be fucked because we're connected to one of these anti-social religious groups. And then a second statement was made, uh, perhaps these issues should be handled with the current laws. And then again, I filled in the rest of that sentence with, which clearly aren't working because we are already affiliated with an anti-social religious group. So you can see what he wants is to sound like, oh, well, you know, we have these laws in place, we should use these laws to to fulfill these functions. But obviously those laws... Are ineffective because we're in this situation now. We don't want to debate making new laws because if those new laws are effective, we're going to lose the money because that is what this is all about. These anti-social religious groups supporting politicians. How are they supporting them? ching it's all money. So that's, i it's always the core issue. I mean, religion actually isn't the issue here. It's just these groups who want to have their influence and their influence is bought with money. This is a... Interesting survey: a record low number of single people plan to marry. So, between eighteen and thirty-four year old were the was the age range of people surveyed. Eighty-one percent of men and eighty-four percent of women who are not, who have not been married, currently intend to not get married. So, the birth rate is at all time low in Japan. The This has caused massive concern, and they keep talking about, like, what do we do? I think last week I talked about the minister in charge of pregnancy, which was a man, (laughs) ironically. It's funny, because when it was a man, my thought was, is it his job to go around and get everyone pregnant? Which, you know, sweet gig. Uh, The interesting thing here is that, again, the issues that are being brought up by the government are not addressing the issues that will actually solve the problem. I've said this maybe a thousand times, I may stop saying it because I've said it so many times now. The issue is not that people don't wanna have babies. The issue isn't that people don't wanna get married. The issue is that people have such a terrible work-life balance. They give up their whole life for work and therefore no longer have a life. Getting married and having kids is a life outside of work. And if all you have is work, then you have no life. And then if you commit to work, which is, I'm betting what these 18 to 34 year olds are doing. They're committing to their job, which means if I'm going to commit to this job and I'm going to work from nine o'clock in the morning till ten, eleven o'clock at night and have no free time, I have no work-life balance. I have, there's no reason to get married anymore. So why would I bother? Which will lead us into a very interesting future because that, that birth rate is going to continue to plummet. And it's, not something you can fix with other programs or support they need to actually start making it so like if you work till five o'clock you go home at five o'clock you 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 do what your job is and no more this whole your life is the company is actually going to end up killing these sort of hardcore work cultures like korea and japan and the it's going to be hard because it is a culture that has made these countries relatively rich, like Japan's the number three, number four economy in the world. It's that work ethic that got them there. But if you have no people to support it, that is going to go away. And the decline of an empire is sad but interesting, if it's a good empire. I guess empire is always a bad word to use because now because of Star Wars, the empire is always bad. Just immediately thought of the sun never sets on the British Empire, but that doesn't that sun sets on it pretty regularly now. So back on June eighteenth, this man went out to the parking lot to look at his car, and he had some complaints. And his complaint was interesting because someone had written the kanji for death thirty times on his car, uh, which is an interesting thing to way to spend your time because. Okay, so you write kanji, maybe if you write it fast, 30 takes some time. Um, and it turns out on June 27th, between 8 p.m. and 10 30, someone had done it again. They wrote the kanji in red ink on, with a red pen on the car 47 times. So I was wondering, like, so 47 times. From between 8 p.m. and 10 30. That's the range what it could have happened but I'm, I'm actually kind of weirdly interested in how long it took to write 47 kanji on a car because I assumed the person was doing it quickly. Uh, there was video so the person was arrested. Um, it was a 41 year old nurse who just decided that I'm going to find this car. It's the same car so I'm wondering if the car was the, the, the problem. The woman when she was arrested said i 've never even been to the parking lot i don 't know anything about this case. there was video it 's clearly her, so she was arrested uh, the The interesting part was I assumed there was a relationship issue, but the man says he doesn 't know the woman the woman says she doesn 't know the man. that usually comes out pretty quickly like it 's an ex girlfriend or something. so they most likely don 't actually know each other and have no relationship. so what does this mean?" Does she, was she, but she, she vandalized the same car twice. Either it was where it was parked, it was the car itself, or she thought she could do it there and get away with it. Maybe she couldn't see the video camera. I, I really would like to know what was going on in in her headspace because I've never walked by a car and been like, does she want the car to die? Does she want the owner of the car to die? Why does she hate the owner of this car so much? And I, I can only think it's the car. That she somehow took offense to, and decided to like, oh, if I cover this with the the, the, the kanji for death over and over again, maybe he won't park there anymore. I don't know. It was it, it's weird. Just, there's no reasoning there that I can understand. So a man was arrested for drunk driving on his motorcycle, and he was released the next morning, which is very unusual in Japan, unless something has gone horribly wrong. They said he had rear-ended a taxi. They got the dash cam from the taxi, and it turns out he was pushing his bike. So he wasn't actually driving or riding his bike. It turns out that drunk pushing is okay. So if you've had too much to drink and you push your motorcycle home, you will not get arrested. He was not supposed to have been arrested. So the police actually apologized, which is incredibly unusual in Japan. They said they would educate their officers better in the future to avoid similar incidents. There was an anti-vaccine doctor arrested. I find it fascinating that doctors could be anti-vaccine. Um, only because... They had to go through medical school where they talk about science. They, I assume they talk about the science of vaccines. It just in my head, if you're going to spend all that time to become a doctor, it would make sense if you believe science. But I guess that's not always the case. This is an anti, anti-vax doctor. He was arrested for forging vaccine papers for anti-vax people. So this woman came in with her two kids uh, and she said, I don't want the vaccine, but if I get the certificate, then I don't. You know, I can go on and live my life like everyone else does who has been vaccinated, so I would like those papers. And he's like, yeah, that's a great idea. He said he was asked by many people for forged documents. We don't know how many he actually forged. So he, the case that we know of was this woman and her two kids. How many more is actually still a mystery? How many people are out there with documents that say they were vaccinated who haven't actually been vaccinated? To to patients who said they wanted the vaccine, he said, I explained the dangers of vaccines to people who wanted the shot. If they still wanted it, I injected them with saline solution. So someone like me, who is very pro-vaccine, I had three vaccines. I got COVID. COVID was basically very much nothing for me. It was like a two-day fever, and then it was almost finished. I had a cough for like a couple weeks, but it was just like a, in the morning when I woke up, which may have just been allergies anyways. Uh, I credit that fully to the vaccine. So someone like me, who is very pro-vaccine, wants the vaccine, supposedly got the vaccine, is feeling, you know, I've done my bit, I'm a little safer, and then catches corona and gets real sick and maybe dies. That's scary. This guy, though, who got the the saline solution said someone, uh, he got vaxxed, turns out he checked his antibodies, and he said, but I have low antibodies, so he went... And got checked again by a different doctor who said, no, you have not been vaccinated. Maybe. So again, none of these numbers are confirmed because I'm just assuming the doctor isn't actually giving up the numbers. Up to 230 people were vaccinated at that clinic since 2021. Which means there could be 220, 230 people out there who think they're vaccinated who aren't. Uh, and that guy sucks because let's face it. I mean, you could say, I don't want to do it, go to a different doctor, but lying to people who are trusting you for medical advice is a bit too much for me i'd be okay if he stood by his his morals He's like i don't believe in the vaccine i'm not going to give it to you because that's sort of the do no harm part of the hippocratic oath but denying someone and then not doing it is very different from well i'm going to lie to you and not do the treatment you expect to be getting japan has basically given up on the coronavirus pandemic. They kind of just think it's finished. Uh, Japan, the numbers were very low again. Um, then I got very excited about that last time it happened. I think it was three or 4,000 in Tokyo, and that was down from 8,000, which was down from like plus 10,000 previous days. So it's dropped significantly over the last couple of weeks. That's great. I mean, I want the pandemic to finish, but the last time it got down to like the 1,000 cases in Tokyo, and then boom, wave seven hit, and that's when I got coronavirus myself. So I'm pessimistically optimistic, if that makes sense. They've had the contact tracing app called Cocoa, which uh, barely worked anyway. So when it was released, it didn't work. And then uh, it found it gave false reports and people were like stealing information from it. It was kind of a crap system. I had it on my phone and off my phone two, three times over the course of the pandemic because I needed it for, I tried it out because I thought, oh, well, this will be, you know, let's see if it works. I do still have the weird image that Japan is a fairly technologically advanced country when it needs to be, and then it's it's not. Sometimes it's not. They're technologically advanced in the weirdest ways, uh, but in the ways that really matter, kind of. This thing that kind of worked, kind of didn't work, they're going to get rid of. And then the guy who's kind of in charge of it, he says, we have to fully review problems to use lessons in the next pandemic. And I was like, uh, next pandemic? Maybe we could review all the stuff that's gone on and not have a next pandemic. We could actually learn how to do, you know, protective things and quarantine. I immediately think of uh, the movie Alien, where Ripley is, the whole film, going like, we have to follow proper quarantine procedures, and if we'd done that, the alien would not would not have killed everyone on board. Uh, so that's really what that the lesson of the film Alien is all about, is following proper quarantine procedures. So how about we use the lessons we've learned during this pandemic to actually stop the next pandemic before it kicks off and really starts. So like when we do a proper quarantine, we don't half-ass it. You actually do a full-on two to three-week full quarantine so that there is zero in the country. You shut the borders down, you do it. And I get the economic hit's gonna be huge, but we're talking one month, let's say, compared to the two years we've had just now. And honestly, it's still not finished. So there's a lesson to be learned there somewhere. Maybe, maybe I don't know what it is.